Shalom Aleichem. We are, we are talking uh, today about gambling once again. This is our third and last in the series about gambling. Um, the first time we talked about the basic sugyas, we discussed betting on a chess game, which was, uh, which was an example of the core idea that is at the halachic side of gambling, which is, which is um, the the concept of an asmachta, uh, a a uh, a transaction where there are two possibilities, and the person who is giving over property, whatever it happens to be. Uh, is is really not considering uh, the second possibility. Uh, the example was where he's trying to show how serious it is he is about paying back a, a loan. So he says, if I don't pay back the rest of the loan, you can have you you can you can have it all. You can have a thousand. If I don't pay back my last five hundred, you can have a thousand, more or less. That kind of a, a statement. So he never intended not to. Uh, not to pay back his 500. That's an example of an asmachta. The question is, is betting an asmachta? And uh, the halachas of betting have to do with, with uh, is, is betting really an asmachta or is betting a rabbinic prohibition uh, because it's close to an asmachta? Uh, the reason is that, uh, that people know that they can win or lose. Um, and uh, one of the positions uh, that that became most uh, uh, prominent was the Shulchan Aruch's position, which is that gambling is a is a rabbinic prohibition. Uh, the Rama uh, had had certain leniencies, but they ended up being extremely limited. Um, the uh, they have to play on on something which is owned by the two of them. The money has to be put down in the beginning. It has to be a game of chance, not a game of skill. Uh, it was a little counterintuitive because we usually think of problematic bettering as having to do with playing games of chance. But uh, but here, the more it's it's a game of, of chance, the person knows that he might win, might not win, as opposed to if it's a game of skill, like, like, like betting on a chess game, so then a guy thinks he's going to win. Uh, but he knows that he doesn't always win, so that's that's part of the that's part of the topic. Uh, we we spoke last week about about uh, buying a lottery ticket, which Rav Avad Yosef was machmiran. Uh, he considered that gambling. However, uh, there was opposition. Uh, uh, as far as I know, he did not address this topic. That that a lottery ticket is the purchase. Of of a piece of property, the ticket itself that might go up in 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 value uh, extremely. Now, I would like to add uh, a whole new dimension of the topic that we've been alluding to all along, but I want to deal with it directly. When you deal with 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 gambling, so you're you're dealing not just with is this permissible or not? When you're when you're viewing it in a Jewish context, uh, we dealt with legal halacha questions until now. Uh, is gambling permissible? Is it prohibited? Uh, it, can a gambler serve as a witness? But now we're going to turn to to the. 
I won't say extra halachic issues because they are halachic issues, but they're they're broader halachic issues. Uh, and and the three questions we're going to ask are: Is gambling dangerous? Is gambling ethical? And is gambling holy? So now, compulsive gambling is 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 an addiction, um, and uh, I'll just I'll just read uh, uh, two two sources here. One, when when the when the Gemara talks about when can a when is a gambler considered a formal gambler and they can once again be considered valid to testify? In other words, in other words, um, a gambler's let's say a gambler's invalid to Masachik Bakuvi, a gambler's invalid for 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 serving as a witness. Okay, but let's say a guy stopped gambling. When can he start? Serving as a witness, so the the Gemara says as follows: They play with these wood counterpieces, whatever it is. They would play with with uh, nutshells and pomegranate peels. Fine. But when can you bring them back once again so they can testify? So says the Gemara: Mishi yishperu as pis in other words, in order for him to be considered one who has really given up gambling, he has to have totally given up gambling. So uh, I'd like to read a piece uh, by Rav Avram Tversky, two, um, two pieces from Rav Avram Tversky, who wrote a book on compulsive gambling. Um, Amongst amongst the other uh, writing that he's done on addictions, uh, Rav uh, Rav Avram Tversky was was uh, 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 quite a great Talmud Chacham. Um, I I came across uh, and then heard about it a lot, but I came across a, a sefer that he wrote, which is an exchange of art of our of letters between him and the and the Stiplugon, Rav Rav uh, Rav Yaakov. Uh, uh, Rabbi Yisrael Yaakov Kanievsky, or maybe it's Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael Kanievsky. My apologies, uh, Zatzal. He he was uh, his father was the Hornestaple Chassid, and the and Rav Shia Tversky's Rabbi Abraham Tversky. So his father was the Hornestaple Rabbi, uh, the the great grandson of the one who 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 the Stipler's father was a. Uh, Sorry, excuse me. The grandson of the one that the Hornets that that the Stipler was a chassid of. So, so the the family had a had a good relationship, and and Rav Avram Tversky had this running correspondence with the Stipler over his life, and then he published it uh, uh, later on. Anyways, um, the he but he his his expertise. He was a he was a Talmud Chacham, but he was a uh, uh, he's as as we've you've probably all seen is written widely, but a lot of his books are about addiction, and his book on compulsive uh, gambling uh, says as follows: Recovery from any addiction is fraught with the possibility of relapse. The delusion of being able to gamble socially and a con- and in a controlled manner may recur. 
Along with this come all the negative character features. Lying, cheating, manipulating. I just want to make sure we're recording. Yeah, we're recording. Um, lying, cheating, manipulating, etc. While certainly destructive, relapse should not result in despair on the part of the gambler and, his, and the family. Unfortunately, it may take more than one relapse to finally realize that he has no control over gambling and he must distance himself from anything that can lead to gambling. One gambler with years of recovery said that he does not join the family in playing Monopoly. I must stay away from handling dice. This kind of awareness of the insidious seductiveness of gambling is essential to prevent relapse. Now, um, <clears throat> the the idea of compulsive gambling. So he offers here four risk factors, risk, risk factors, excuse me, for gambling disorders. A, there is serious evidence that some people have a genetic propensity towards addiction, and then that would apply to all sorts of addictions. There is a physical element to gambling for the gambler becomes addicted to the pleasant sensation of endorphins released by gambling activity, winning or losing. Just want to point out that we, we mentioned earlier that um, risky investments, though it might not have the, the halachic problems uh, that gambling might have of, of theft, uh, possible theft or rabbinic level theft, but might have the psychological, uh, it might have the physical and psychological characteristics of, of gambling. One of the main psychological characteristics of the addict is low self-esteem that the promise of winning at gambling feeds upon. And finally, environmental factors. Exposing to, exposure to an involvement with gambling activities can lead a potential gambler to become an actual one. So, so one side of gambling is that it's a problem of, of, uh, of sakana, uh, which is a halachic category. I mean, this is not an extra halachic category. This is also a halachic category. Uh, um, protecting, your, protecting your health. Um, <clears throat> okay, that, so that's... That's something that is not always thought about, uh, especially when there's groups. And uh, let's say uh, a group of, of people, a group of friends go somewhere uh, where, go on a trip together where, where gambling is, is not illegal. And uh, and there's like say gambling in the, in the airport, in the hotel or what have you. It doesn't have to be Las Vegas. But um, but one of the group might have a propensity towards addiction. So that's something uh, that not always uh, people take into account when they're urging somebody else to join in on activities. Now, but what about what about recreational gambling, assuming uh, assuming that somebody is is not necessarily um, uh, uh, addicted to it. So, uh, there, I, I, I want to share some quotes here. Uh, three of them, one from the Rivash, uh, 
Chuva of the Rivas, one Dayan Batsri, and one, one Rav Moshe Feinstein said so. Bafila Rav Sheshis, source 30. Bafila Rav Sheshis, the Svira Lehasam, the Lekal Asmachta Bekuvia, even according to Rav Sheshis, who says that, uh, that playing dice gambling is not halakhically a problem of, of Asmachta. And then, and then it follows that the reason why uh, a, a gambler would be would be invalid for witness for to be a witness might be only if he's a professional gambler, etc. It's ugly, abominable, and repulsive. Those are strong words. Many are those that is caused to fall. Now that probably is referring to to a compulsive gambler, somebody who gambles away a fortune. Vatsumim called Harugav, an astounding number of victims. Uh, uh, something I didn't mention is that is that people that are involved in in compulsive gambling end up uh, doing things that we we can't imagine, but are but are outrageous, like uh, like borrowing tremendous amounts of money, uh, um, mortgaging or selling a house in order to get gambling money. Uh, getting involved with the with the mafia uh, in order to be able to to take loans to gamble, and always with the assumption that that uh, that they'll somehow win it all back and somehow they'll have a fortune and 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 uh, and so on and so forth. So again, these things to the non uh, non addicted gambler or the person who's just looking on the side. Seem to be totally outrageous. Um, interesting, uh, which which are which are all uh, 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 documented, unfortunately, uh, too common. Uh, and that that book by the by by, by, by Tversky is very striking. Uh, Diane Batsri, we see with our own eyes that those who are drawn after these games in the end waste their money. And many times, once again, this seems to be referring to uh, to uh, addiction. They reach hopelessness and actual suicide. It is better for a person not to start because it is very addictive after one gets accustomed to it. And in almost all communities, they have made local decrees against gambling. That's that's something that over Jewish history has been has been something. Um, now we know that. Um, that one of the one of the things that has been done over the time has been um, making uh, raising tzedakah money through uh, bingo raffles, etc. Raffles are extremely common now. Raffles, so that might be like a lottery ticket. And that might be a whole different world, um, but. Uh, so, however, uh, Rav Moshe uh, writes, "Lesachek uh, beklafim carton to play cards, bingo, uvinga, bekadom, and the similar and similar activities, even though there was no clear prohibition, are repulsive and therefore and not productive." So, so even even if you take the lenient position on gambling, uh which as we mentioned previously is is very limited but there are still some extremely strong pronouncements in our makoros um here are just three examples 
about um, about how terrible uh, gambling is. And keep in mind once again that uh, that that gambling uh, 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 can be addictive. Now, um, there are other things. Now, that is that is something which is which is part of the world of of Midos. So you will say. You will say, "Listen, there's no, there's no prohibition. It's not usher derabbanan, uh, but there, there is though, according to the Rambam, for instance, a mitzvah doraisa to have good midos. Uh, the mitzvah v'alachta bidrach of walking in God's ways is is to perfect our midos. And if and if we're doing something that is uh, uh, ugly, repulsive, etc., um, so." So that would not be in line with our meetings. There are also, besides uh, Jewish ethics, there are Jewish values, meaning uh, there are there are meetings, there are character traits like um, like uh, um, uh, the being money hungry, uh, being stingy, being being generous, sufficing with a little. So those are meetings. There are also values like uh, like uh, justice, peace, and one of our values is the work ethic. Now, uh, unfortunately, uh, there's an expression. Uh, um, well, let me start this back way. When you look in and you look in Tanakh, you look at the book of of Mishlei. Uh, here's just one example: the book of Tehillim. Uh, you eat the toil of your hands. You are praiseworthy. It is good for you. Um, and uh, the the uh, you know Chazal say Great is one who benefits from the works of his hands over the over one who is who is uh, who is uh, God fearing. However, you understand that that is certainly communicating a Jewish work ethic. Um, and, and and of course, a Jew should not be worried. But isn't it a Protestant work ethic? Protestants, if Protestants have a work ethic, but but if if it's if it's in our Tanakh, so so we can have a Jewish work ethic. And um, the um, the the things that other cultures adopt uh, from from Torah sources. You know, because they hate, but but that doesn't make them non-Torah values. So, uh, and this is uh, pretty pretty blatantly blatantly obvious. Yaakov Avinu is our model of of uh, of of working. Uh, I worked for your father, uh, and and it was it was I know in in um, right <laughs> yeah that's true. Um, Somebody put a map together of all the biblical names of cities and towns in the United States, which was a, which was interesting. Uh, I remember in the old days it was on the walls of one of the synagogues in Milwaukee. Um, the uh, so so now the the I'm going to read from here. The gambling myth is that you can reap high results from minimal labor. The Talmud debunks such an illusion and teaches that it's hard work alone that 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 produces uh, uh, success. Uh, now, uh, this formulation is a little 
extreme because we have bitachon that success only comes from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But but still, Amar Rabbi Yitzchak, in terms of what we're supposed to be doing, Amar Rabbi Yitzchak, Im Yomel Chadam Yagati Velo Matzati Al Tamin, Lo Yagati Umatzati Al Tamin, Yagati Umatzati Tamin. If a person says, "I tried, but I didn't succeed," don't believe him. I didn't try and succeeded. Don't believe him. I tried and succeeded. Believe him. Now, um, the uh, keep in mind once again that even with hard work, results are always uh, from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But we're supposed to do what Hashem wants us to do. One of the Hashem, one of the things uh, uh, Hashem wants us to do is to is to is to uh, if you will be a hard be a hard worker. There's also a curse of hard work. Uh, that is considered a curse. And Chazal do encourage trying to seek out a malacha kala of a a light and, and clean uh, kind of, of work, whatever that happens to be. Uh, but uh, that, that still does not um, uh, preclude that that that's not the right word. The the all that does not negate the open psukim in in the, especially in the book of Mishlei that speak about uh, the importance of of uh, of of working hard. Um, now, there are still other things that so 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 that are that are involved in gambling. There's compulsive gambling. There's the mitos connected with gambling. There's gambling is going against the Jewish work ethic, which is, which is, which is you have to put in the the, the work to get the results. Um, now, other things that are that come up in the Makoros, using time wisely. Uh, I'm going to read here inside. Time is literally life and should be invested wisely in meaningful pursuits. Not only does gambling create an illusion that one could get rich quickly, as we said before, the very involvement distracts one from a productive life. Rabbi Dosa ben Urkidus Omer, Shainel Shel Shacharis, Viyayin Shel Tzorayim, Vesichas Yeladim, Vishivas Patechnes Yel Shel Amarts, Montinus Adomin Olam. There are things which involve wasting time, late morning sleep, Wine in the afternoon, chatter of the youth, sitting in the gathering places of the ignorant, drive a person out of the world. The Sforno applies this to gambling. Uh, this prevents a person from getting eternal life. It even stops him from, from this worldly life. This is the result of someone wasting time without realizing it. And this is something, this is something that, of course, has been mentioned about, about, uh, about some internet use. Um, the, uh, the Shulchan Aruch brings this up. It's, it's, uh, it's prohibited because it's, it's idle activities. A person, this is paraphrasing the Rambam, a person should only be involved in, in, in matters of wisdom or occupation that settles the world through productive activity. Uh, I just wanted to, um, to give me a moment 
there's a book. I just remembered that there was a book uh, that I have that wrote a little bit about about gambling. It's a book uh, uh, a book called Flow uh, by somebody named Mikhail uh, with a long Hungarian last name. But let me just let me just dig it up for a second, and then I want to I wanted to. There was a quote that I wanted to read for you. Just a moment. Yeah, here's what I wanted to read from this book. It's from it's from page um, page 60, uh, 61 and sixty two. Um, uh, so yeah, such there, he he talks about a a short story. That involves a person's, you know, whole life uh, surrounding chess uh, strategy. Such stories about chess and 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 escaping life and through through chess. But he writes the following: Such stories about chess are not so far fetched. Many champions, including the first and last great American chess masters Paul Morphy and Bobby Fischer, became so comfortable with the beautifully clear cut and logically ordered world of chess that they turn their backs on the messy confusion of the real world. Real is in quotation marks. But this this part, the exhilaration gamblers feel, this I think also illuminates uh, what, we, what we spoke about earlier. Uh, the exhilaration gamblers feel in figuring out, figuring out is in quotation marks, random chance is even more notorious. Early ethnographers have described North American Plains Indians so hypnotically involved in gambling with buffalo rib bones. I'm reading from this book, Flo Mikhail uh, Csikszentmihalyi, um, that losers would often leave the teepee without clothes in the dead of the winter, having wagered away their weapons, horses, and wives as well. Almost any enjoyable activity can become addictive in the sense that instead of being a conscious choice, it becomes a necessity that interferes with other activities. Uh, and, uh, and he, he writes surgeons, for instance, describe operations as being addictive, like taking heroin. When a person becomes so dependent on the ability to control an enjoyable activity that he cannot pay attention to anyone, anything else, then he loses the ultimate control, the freedom to determine the content of consciousness, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, that's a, a little talk about, uh, about gambling. I was most interested in in our discussion, our halachic discussion of of Eino Osek Bishuvo Shalolam, somebody who's not involved in worldly uh, affairs, and the issue of 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 the extent that gambling can cause. So so here it it, it made it very vivid um, how a person might even use uh, gambling or or games to escape escape from life. Now. Um, Something else that a person wouldn't necessarily think of, wasting resources. The Torah prohibits wastefulness and destructiveness from the prohibition of baltashrit, do not destroy. 
the biblical paradigm of destructiveness is uprooting fruit trees while besieging a city. But the prohibition expands to other areas. This includes gambling, which wastes, which wastes valuable financial resources. So, so if a person is, is taking uh, money and he's, and he's, so to speak, gambling it away. So the problem isn't only gambling, uh, the experience of gambling, et cetera, uh, the values or the mitos connected with gambling, but the very uh, wasting of the money itself uh, is, is gambling. Now, it's ironic that halakhically winning at gambling ends up being more prob- problematic than losing at gambling because halakhically the problem is, is money that somebody didn't want to give up. If you and somebody else uh, gamble against each other, um, so then the problem is him not really wanting to give up the money, yet you taking it. So so winning is the problem uh, for a lot of uh, for this aspect of of gambling. Uh, losing is certainly the problem. Winning can be even more of a problem because if you win once, we knows we know that the house always wins. So the person who wins, he has the illusion that he's always going to win, and then he'll do it again. Uh, and and. Uh, and it's rare for somebody to just uh, take his wins and leave. Finally, uh, uh, what is what is obvious, uh, and and is the title of our of our uh, discussion today is gambling holy. So, kedoshim tiyuki kadosh ani Hashem lokeichem. So the pasuk says um, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants us to be. Kedoshim. Now, now, uh, whatever uh, kedusha is precisely, it's usually translated as holiness. Rav, Rav Farber uh, um, did not like that translation because it, it evoked uh, uh, things from other cultures. Uh, he kedusha, though, is, is he preferred not to translate kedusha. Uh, if if you if you would need if you look at halacha. Kedusha involves a special closeness with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but but a special uh, restrictedness that allows that, that closeness. Those two aspects usually um, are, are connected with Kedusha. Um, and, and according to the Ramban, that's a major principle. This is not a local halacha, Kedoshim to you, like Ra- Rashi says, it's really part of the world of 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 uh, of the sexual prohibitions to enlarge that world of sexual prohibitions. According to the Ramban, it's a general principle of Judaism. We strive for a life of kedusha, holiness, and it it ends up not being focused on physicality, pleasure, or or the pursuit of luxuries, and and it ends up being. Uh, ultimately, the most enjoyable and rewarding life, where physical pleasure and this worldly resources play a major role, but it is focused on perfecting our character, performing kind deeds, and building a relationship with God. Gambling also brings pursuit of money onto the center stage, confusing the means with the ends. And and uh, the Ramam, for instance, writes, based on a pasuk in Mishlei. Uh, know God in all your ways, 
and he will will make your paths straight. So so Rambam based on Chazal, Chazal said this is a little parsha. This is a just a a, a little a, a couple words in a pasuk in Mishlei, but it's a major principle in life in Judaism that we should be striving in all that we do to to connect with God, to know God, to be to to have a a a, a higher connection with God. Um, and and the Rambam in in Hilchos Deus. So he focuses on, on how to implement this in life. And he says, everything we do, uh, ultimately, you can know God through all that we do. But some things are, are direct and some things are means for that end. And so he says, for instance, gaining money, gaining resources enables you to get the things that you need in order to live in a healthy way. Food, clothing, house, being able to, to, to support a family. But that in turn is not an end in itself. So somebody, for instance, has an end and it's, and in the end, his end is, is, is to be like really healthy, but in, in, in Torah life, that is only a means to an end. Also that in turn, eating, drinking, family life is a means towards connecting with a Kodesh Baruch Hu. So, so, Something that puts uh, money and the pursuit of money, as important as it might be in, in, in service of Hashem as a means, something that puts that on the center stage and makes that so, so, so much the focus um, is, uh, is, is, is not going to be in sync with, with Kedoshim to you, with a, with a, holy, a holy life. Um, and and just to summarize these these four things that we spoke about, besides the halachic issues involved in occasional gambling and the clearly problematic professional gambler who is not involved in productive occupation, gambling be, can be problematic for other reasons. We mentioned, by the way, that there's there's some local halachas like psuleidos, the laws of 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 uh, of uh, witnesses that are disqualified, and and uh, and genevans and theft. Uh, which is connected with an asmachta transaction, but then there are also broader halachas like, like ushmartem uh, sechem, protecting our health, velachta uh, having good midos, uh, uh, Jewish values like 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 the work ethic and 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 uh, and kedoshim tiu. So those those are not extra halachic or non halachic, but they're a broad type of halacha. Even occasional gambling can, for some people, be the beginning of compulsive gambling, where gambling is a dangerous addiction, leading to broken relationships, high debt, often crime, and even suicide. And and that should not be uh, should not be diminished. The importance of this cannot be diminished, um, especially in an environment where where or culture where where wealth is very much uh, valued. Um, and and there is a kind. There are some. There will be peers or friends that 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 did get rich quick uh, through a certain expertise. Meaning meaning somebody who was uh, who was working for for a, a high tech company that was that was bought out, and uh, and 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 overnight became a very wealthy man. Um, so his neighbor. Uh, who is who is a nine to five? Uh, not in some company that's going to get bought out, 
uh, might might want to be able to to have that uh, pizzazz also. So so um, and as we mentioned, there are many different uh, things that might uh, might might lead to addiction. The gambling environment is often problematic for somebody trying to live a life according to Judaism's values because of the frequent association gambling has developed with crime. It's something we mentioned a little bit. Um, I will point out that uh, uh, there's there's probably also uh, a strong connection with with Natsanua things and and gambling. So uh, for some reason that uh, I think they have the uh, they want people in those casinos as long as possible. Um, the uh, gambling is often out of sync with Jewish values, especially the Jewish work ethic that focuses on hard work to attain one's financial and spiritual goals. A number of other key Jewish values do not match with gambling, using time wisely, focusing on Torah study, avoiding wastefulness, and living a life of Kedusha, Holiness. So, so uh, our our last our last uh, uh, aspect of of gambling that we spoke about today uh, encourages us not only to look at the uh, the the local or more technical halachic aspects of gambling, absuleidos um, uh, being an invalid as a witness or 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 theft or taking people's money or rabbinic level theft, um, but also to look at the the, the broad picture and there 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 are many aspects of of gambling that are that are seen as problematic from a number of different vantage points as we've spoken about as we've spoken about before.